Hello, Syngap Land. My name is Michael Grawley, and this episode 120, 120 of Syngap 10, your 10-minute weekly-ish briefing on everything you need to know about Syngap 1. Today is Tuesday, October 24th, and it's been about two weeks since I've been with you because I had to go to a scientific meeting in the past week, and things have just been nuts getting ready for the conference. I want to tell you my main message for this podcast is meetings matter. I, I was writing the agenda. I was like, I need to talk about the conference. I need to talk about the gala. I need to talk about this meeting. I need to talk about that meeting. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's a theme here. Isn't that great when that happens? There's a theme here. Like coming together physically in person, it makes all the difference, especially when you have a rare disease, especially when you have this horrible isolating disease where sometimes your kid just wants to stay inside the house because they know they're safe. You just want to stay inside the house because you're so tired and so much has gone wrong. And you're like, I just, I just want to stay home. I want to stay safe. And yet... We're humans and we need to connect and we need to be with our people. And guess what? The Syngap community comes together once a year at our conference. There's other events, there's other things you can do, but the conference is the big one. And I'm telling you right now, friends, you got to come to this conference. We just put out the agenda. These agendas are no joke. I got a headache setting this agenda up. And I want to thank Hans for helping with this and a lot of other people. But I just want to tell you about the Science Day agenda. So on November 30th, we have the Science Day. And on December 1st, we have the Family Day. The Family Day agenda... Is, is constantly in motion, but it's going to be a lot of families talking. We're only having families talk this year. It's families talking to families. It's going to be amazing. The Science Day agenda, though, I finally locked it in. It's going to be incredible. I just want to take you through it. We put out the press release, links in the show notes. We're starting the day with new findings. So Professor Ingrid Sheffer, very senior professor in Australia, all the Aussies know her, will be talking about DEs generally and how Syngap fits in. She will be followed by Professor Plenty from Nebraska who will be talking about milk exosomes, which is work that we funded and hope to continue to support. And then we will hear from Dr. Wilsey from UCSF, another major institution, talking about some of her work, Syngap 1 Beyond the Synapse. Right? We've always been told Syngap is all about the synapses, but what if it does other stuff? Let's ask Dr. Wilsey. Then we'll go into a session moderated by Dr. Shin Tang from Boston Children's Hospital, who will be talking about drug repurposing, right? So all these fancy genetic therapies, they're a couple years out. Drug repurposing, if we get it right, we could move faster, and we should. And we'll be hearing from um, Dr. Chow, who's done the, the fly screen, and he's got some findings that he's validating right now. And from Dr. Moxham from Rarebase, who's the newly, congratulations, Chris, the newly appointed CEO of, of Rarebase, who will be talking about some work we're doing in a long partnership that has, has really been a journey, but we're getting some great results. I'm really excited. And then we'll hear from Dr. Grinspan, Dr. Zach Grinspan from Cornell, talking about uh, a repurposing trial they've done with other diseases with phenylbutyrate, and hopefully we'll be dosing some Syngap kids soon. So that's just the morning. That's the first two sessions. Then we go into understanding Syngap 1 at a molecular level. So we are flying in speakers from Finland, um, Dr. Pristilla and Dr. Courtney, to talk about some work they're doing in silico and in vitro, meaning in the glass, actual models, and in silico, replicating that in the computer so we can look at all these missense mutations. If you have a missense mutation, you do not want to miss these. And then we will hear from um, Dr. Gemma Carville from Northwestern, who comes out of the Heather Mefford lab, and Heather Mefford is famous, so it's amazing. And, and uh, Dr. Carville will be talking about their work on a major grant to uh, address the same question. What are these missense mutants? What are VUS? How are we going to resolve them? Why does it matter if we resolve VUS? Because identified missense patients may or may not be given access to genetic therapies if we don't understand their missense mutation. And people who have been given, mis where we found missense mutations, but haven't been given a, a Syngap diagnosis yet because, well, we're just not sure what they've got. 
Both of these are a problem. And that's why the work of Dr. Pastilla, Dr. Courtney, and Dr. Carville is so critically important. And then we hear from our friends at USC, Dr. Koba, who's from our scientific advisory board, and Dr. Bertele, who are both working on um, iPSCs and organoids of, of Syngap-1 patients. Super cool work. And when the scientists hear about this session, they're very cool. I got to tell you, I was another, I'll, I'll, talk, I'll talk about that in a second. I need to talk to you guys about VUS and a very cool conversation I had in um, uh, Park City. I'm going to write that down because I don't want to forget about it. Then we're going to talk about the preclinical pipeline. So Anamin Yuranse, if you have not heard Anamin Yuranse talk, she gives an incredible webinar. Go to our website, look up webinars, Anamin Yuranse, watch it. It's worth your time. Very exciting. She's this brilliant consultant, uh, Spanish consultant who lives in Northern Europe. And I just, I, I'm so impressed with her. And then Isabel Asnarez. Isabel Asnarez is speaking. She's one of the founders of Stokes. She's brilliant. And she'll be talking about Stokes technology, the Tango platform. I mean, you couldn't, it's, it's like going to CCD and getting the Pope there. I mean, this, this is pretty good. Isabel Asnarez is talking. Then we're going to have someone from Praxis, although they won't tell us who, which is very confusing. And then we'll hear from Dan Fisher from, um, Tevard, who's also walk, working on Syngap. Tevard is Dravet spelt backwards. And Dan's um, got a uh, daughter, I believe, who has Dravet. And so he, this man works tirelessly to cure Dravet. And when he's done with Dravet, he's going to cure Syngap 1 too, hopefully. So we really like uh, Dan Fisher. Then we go into clinical trial readiness. Now, then it gets really real, right? Clinical patients. Prof uh, Dr. Ingo Helbig, who's probably a professor, I don't even know it, um, will be talking and he's bringing his dream team, right? So if you've done the CHOP study, you know who Jillian McKee is because you probably met her there. Julie Shan will be talking about some of um, the data issues they've been having and where they're getting all their data from. Why is it these people at CHOP are learning so much so fast about Syngap? Then we're going to hear from Dr. Riley Kessler, who will be talking about some work she did, but she has by far the longest title. I'm not going to read it to you because we don't have time. And then um, Dr. Will Trout, who ran last year's meeting, thank you, Kim, will be talking about some genophino work that she's done. She's been looking at citizen data for a long time. Genotype, phenotype, like what is your genetic mutation? What is your physical presentation? Genophino, very important, very important conversation. And then Catherine Cunane, who works, um, who is studying under Dr. Grinspan at Cornell, will be talking about um, meaningful clinical outcomes. So um, Katie interviewed a number of our families and we'll be talking about her findings. That's important work. That, we're in the home stretch, guys. And then we go into quantitative measures. So great. So we understand the science. We understand the patients. We're going to do trials. Yay. What are we going to measure? Nobody knows. So this is when we hear from um, Dr. April Levine from Boston Children's Hospital who's been looking at EEGs. We also have Dr. Gonzalez Sulsar who's coming in from Edinburgh which would be the farthest trip if it wasn't for those Finns and that Aussie who were also coming. It was quite a meeting. And um, Dr. Salazar emailed me recently and said, hey, I got some cool findings in mice and humans about EEG. And I was like, come on in, man. You should talk about it. So we have two EEG presentations. This is holy grail level stuff if we can find Syngap in an EEG. And then we get... Um, Dr. Christy Ziegler talking about ORCA. Last year, you heard Bryce Reeve, who's one of her mentors, probably her, is her mentor, um, from Duke talking about that. This is Christy. She's the one who's been doing the work to expand the ORCA from Angelman to Syngap. She's a superhero. And then one of my other heroes, Dr. Tom Frazier, who is an autism dad. I can't remember which gene his kid has. It's not Syngap. But Tom is, Tom is awesome. I have, I have a lot of a lot of respect for this man. And he will be talking about the eye tracking study that many of us have participated in. That's all one day, people. I should just stop the podcast right here. I should just stop the podcast right here. If you aren't compelled to sign up for our conference based on that day, I don't know what'll get you. That night, we're going to just go out to dinner with friends. And the next day, we're going to um, 
have the family day, which will be an incredible community builder. And then that evening we have a dinner. If you have not registered for the conference, register for the conference. Then you have to register for the dinner. I know it's a lot of registrations, but the dinner is separate. The dinner is not cheap. We're spending this much. We're asking you to pay for this much with your ticket, right? We're asking you to pay for a fraction of the dinner with your tickets. But um, we need to know who's going to show up because we're basically booking out half of a restaurant. And just like last year, ask anyone who went last year, the dinner was a real highlight. So that's the point, guys. Meetings matter. The conference matters. If there's any way you can get yourself to the conference, come to the conference. Please register by Halloween. That, just so you know, is seven days away. You have one week to register for this conference. And then I want to talk about the gala. The gala was this past weekend. Um, Nancy Kessler did the um, third annual gala, and it was amazing. I got nothing but great reports. Pavel, our former past chair of our board, spoke at the gala. Ellen... Ellen spoke about her son. So you had pictures of Nancy dancing with, with uh, Michael. And then Karen was there. So you had the two oldest Singapians that we know about in America in the same picture. It's just incredible. Nancy has been doing this now for three years. It's a real labor of love. as She raises money for the fund. And she's building this community in Jersey. She's getting all these people together. I'm so grateful to Nancy. If you don't know about Nancy, we just dropped an episode about her and our Singap stories. Number 20, I believe. Go listen to Singap Stories 20 and get to meet Nancy Kessler if you don't know her. She is just an incredible human being. And thank you to Ellen and Pavel for speaking. And then I also want to um, come back to my excuse for not being here. Last week, I, I went to the Park City Epilepsy Meeting. So the Park City Epilepsy Meeting is, as you might suggest, as you might suspect a bunch of epilepsy people meeting in Park City. It's a very important meeting in Utah. The reason I like it is a small meeting and the scientists get to go and do what scientists love to do, which is talk about science and hang out with each other. And and Scott Baraban hosts that with Karen Wilcox out of Utah. And Scott emailed and said, would SRF sponsor this? I said, sure, we'll, put, you know, we'll support it. Because I really want these young researchers to... Um, Get to go to these meetings, get inspired, and learn about Syngap, right? So we sponsor it. We put our logo up there. They get to learn about Syngap. I get to go. JR went, and JR is a scientist, so she got to talk to them. And we did nothing but walk up to people after their talks and say, hey, have you thought about Syngap? Why aren't you working on Syngap? Do you need a mouse? Do you need a worm? Do you need a whatever? We can get you. And, and we're really pushing Syngap and trying to get these brilliant young scientists who, who choose to spend their weekend at scientific meetings and, and get them curious about Syngap. And I got to tell you, JR did a phenomenal job. It was it was exceptional work. And I think there's a number of potential collaborations that might come out of that. Um, I was just really glad I went to that and really grateful to um, Scott and Karen, Professor Baraban and Professor Wilcox for having us there and, and letting us um, be a part of that meeting. So that was great. And I just want you guys to know, it's all about meetings. It's all about meeting in person and connecting and letting them meet patients and telling them about our kids and your kids. And that's what you could do if you came to our conference, see above. I want to also give a shout out to Vicky Artiaga, who works tirelessly for our kids, especially the Latin American and Spanish speaking community. Vicky, as I speak, is at Bio, which is a big, big, big meeting in D.C. right now, waving the Syngap flag. Um, it, it can't always be one person. It can't always be me. It can't always be Vicky. It's got to be everybody. Right. So. As I have said before, if you're like, gosh, this sounds interesting. Maybe I should be going to these meetings. Yeah, maybe you should, right? Come, join us. Go to a meeting with me or with Vicky or with Katrina or with whomever's going to the meetings. Learn about what these meetings are like and then go to the next one and start telling people about Syngap 1. This is a long, long game we're playing, guys. And we need to mobilize this army of Syngap parents to go and help us all change the future for our parents, because for our kids. Because that's how it works, right? We meet at these meetings 
year after year and we get people going on Syngap 1 and then we give them a grant and the exceptional work happens. All right, that's the end of this episode, episode 120. Come to the conference, register for the conference, register for the dinner, make your travel plans. You have a week left to book it. This is so important. It's going to be amazing. And then, um, yeah, this is a podcast. Make sure you go to your, your podcast app, look for Syngap 1, subscribe to Syngap 10, Syngap Stories. If you speak Spanish, Cafe Syngap Uno. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please give this five stars so more families can find it. Thank you so much for your attention. And I'll see you in 37 days at the Syngap 1 conference, which by the way is called Uniting for Progress. Pretty cool name. Pretty cool name. <laughs>